This is Alive and Thriving and today I am so, so, so excited to introduce you to a very dear friend of mine. Her name is Jen Bowers. Now, Jen, I'm going to give you her formal bio in a minute. Jen is a branding expert. Jen has the most inspiring story because I can tell you she's going to share She never used to allow herself to be visible and she's going to share why that was in our podcast today. She's going to talk about how she overcome it and the the big healing journey that she has been on. Jen is also going to share with you in this episode all about brand foundations. So you are not only going to leave this episode inspired, but you are also going to leave this episode educated on creating a brand foundation so that you can go and build a clear and consistent brand for your business. It is a really amazing episode. Now, as Jen shares some of the things that were brought to her awareness that basically changed her whole world in terms of her inner world, in terms of the way that she saw herself, in terms of the way that she allowed herself to live her life. I just would love to share with you that if you have any aha moments where you realize that you might be impacted by some of these things, then please reach out to me for a discovery call. Techniques like EFT tapping, hypnotherapy, they are so powerful in helping you to let go of things like suggestive language, childhood trauma, uh, negative thought patterns, imposter syndrome, all these things that, that form our identity. And if you're ready to shift out of that identity and step into one that is going to be supportive of who you want to be and the life that you want to experience and the way that you want to be feeling day to day, then let's chat because that's the kind of one-on-one work that we can do together. So let me share Jen's formal bio. She is going to share all about who she is in a moment. So Jen is your champagne-drinking, coffee-addicted, flamingo-adoring, color-loving, crazy cat lady, (laughs) Jen B., Jen has spent 35 years and Jen is very modest when she talks about her branding. She has worked with some very, very well-known brands, uh, globally well-known brands. So Jen has spent 35 years in branding with a background as a brand coach, graphic designer, illustrator, and content creator. She now helps fabulous midlife females build strong brands as, as a brand foundation coach. So Jen is on a mission to empower midlife women to peel back the layers, rediscover who they truly are and become the person that they were always meant to be. All through the magic of personal branding, embodiment and self-transformation. And then she says, boom, hello, bring back your pink podcast. (laughs) I should have had her read this because it would have sounded so bloody amazing. (laughs) So at the age of 52, Jen was made redundant from her comfort zone of a corporate branding job. She'd been living in a gray world. She'd been trying her best to be invisible. She was fitting herself into a box that society labeled as should. 
She burst out of that box and now she wants to show you that it's never too late to be who you are always meant to be and to start a new adventure. When Jen is not transforming brands or chatting away to flamazing ladies on her podcast, you'll find her enjoying a glass of her favorite champagne, socializing in Sydney or snuggled up with one of her 10 cats. Remember, life is short and aging is a privilege. Oh, if that bio doesn't intrigue you for this conversation, then I don't know what will. Let's bring on Jen. You're listening to Alive and Thriving with Jessica Reed, the podcast that's all about empowering you to achieve optimal wellness and success through self-care, holistic practices, and raw conversations. Jessica and her expert guests are here to share powerful insights and strategies to help you overcome stress and anxiety, take charge of your life, and thrive in life and in business. Grab a cuppa and let's dive in. Already introduced your formal bio oh, cool. before we start. So I do that at the beginning and then I do my intro. Mm-hmm. So we basically will just start this by saying, Welcome to Alive and Thriving, my beautiful friend Jen. I'm so, so excited to have you here. I have given your formal bio to mm-hmm. our audience, but I would love to introduce you as my friend as my mastermind peer, as somebody whose story, as listeners are going to hear today, is just so, so inspiring and impactful. And I guarantee anybody listening is going to walk away from today just feeling like they are so ready to go and embrace their authentic self after hearing your story, Jen. So welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on, Jess. I'm so thrilled to be here and yes, you've walked along my journey. You've walked alongside me. You've helped me out and I'm so appreciative of that. And I'm, I'm so glad that I can be here to help, you know, any of your listeners embrace who they were meant to be. Yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned before, I've shared your formal bio at the beginning. So listeners have heard, you know, the spiel. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us though a little bit on a, I guess, a deeper level, more about who you are and how you actually got to be, I guess, in the industry that you are now. Let's start there. Tell us a little about a bit about your journey to where you are at the moment. Oh my gosh. So the journey, the journey has a number of kind of aspects, I guess. And especially because I have the two things, so the branding business and the podcast, which is Bring Back Your Pink. I'll start with branding. I knew from the beginning, from like when I was 10 years old, that I wanted to be a graphic designer. And I've never, ever deviated from that. It's always been there in the in the back of my mind, even when, you know, I wasn't actually, you know, physically working, when I had my child. It's always, And it's something that I love and I love designing and I do it just for fun now so much because I don't do so much actual design work I'm far more you know interested in building those strong foundations as you know yeah and we're going to talk about brand foundations too by the way I'm so sorry to interrupt but I want the I want our listeners to know from the very beginning if they are caught up in the idea that a brand is just colors and logos then they are also going to have their whole world rocked today (laughs) 
okay I'm so sorry to interrupt but I just felt like that is a good reason to stay no not at all and that's I'm you know what like I love conversational podcasts like this is like a conversation it's it is a conversation with a friend and that's what we like them to be but yeah so designing designing and then I my ex-husband decided there was you know a younger better model out there and I wasn't really working at the time I was just helping a friend with you know a bit of marketing etc and I was like oh you know what am I going to do here like what is going to be the direction I take do I sell the house do I try and do something do I you know sell the house and buy something else do I try and do something else do I what do I do and I thought you know what you've got to go back to what you're good at and what you've done you know, for like 15 odd years, because as soon as I left school, I went to design school and then I was straight into the industry. So I decided that I was going to build up a business because, you know, hey, I build brands. (laughs) So I built up a brand and, you know, started working back in design in agencies, et cetera. And then I had a conversation with my ex-husband and about the house and what were we going to do? And he says, well, you know, obviously we're going to sell it. And I said, no, no, I think I might try and buy you out. And he just laughed at me and said, you'll never be able to do that. And I'm like, you just watch me. So that gave me the determination to really move forward and build this brand. And 12 months later, I did buy him out of our home with the biggest mortgage that my mortgage broker had ever got for a single woman, which was very exciting, very empowering and liberating and really set me on my path to help women build a strong brand that will allow them to become you'll hear me talk about flamingos, a flamingo and a flock of seagulls when life is not the fairy tale that we always wanted it to be. Mm. So that was the beginning of my obsession. Mm. And, you know, moving forward, moving forward through the years, you know, I, I met my current husband who's been the most amazing support to me in everything I do. He lifts me up. He backs me 100%. We are a team. But let's, you know, we'll fast forward now to 2020 when I was made redundant at the age of 52 from my safe corporate job. I was working as a corporate brand designer. And it was like, what am I going to do now? At 52, this is going to be difficult. But fortunately, I was working with business coaches. I had a side hustle. And they're like, this is your time. This is your destiny. This is where you need to be. You need to go and work. You need to 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 give your talents to the world. (laughs) But that's when I really dived in to the brand foundations. I'd always worked with it. I'd always had a side hustle Mm -hmm. as well, doing design and branding. But this is when I dived in. This is when I discovered, you know, the game changer for me in my branding. Mm -hmm. And I went to work for myself. And I built up a really beautiful business, beautiful clients, sold out courses, and it was amazing. You know, it was it was life-changing. I now look back at that redundancy and realize that it was actually a celebration, a celebration of me moving into who I was meant to be and not being stuck in a box and trying to be somebody I was not. Because, mm. you know, being in corporate and whilst it was a safe job and whilst the people were lovely, I was trying to fit in and be someone I just was not. So this was very liberating to come out and do my own thing. And, you know, I'm back. I took, I did take, you know, most of 2022 off, Mm -hmm. 
for some a bit of a self-discovery journey. Yeah. But I am back now, you know, with my course, with my branding, doing the one-on-ones. And I'm I'm so grateful that this is now my life and that I get to do this, that I get to wake up and help ladies fly and be a flamingo. Oh, I love that. Do you know, for anybody who looks at your socials now, who hears you speak now, they they would be seeing a very beautiful, cohesive brand. They would be seeing you as an embodiment of that brand. But they would also be seeing this level of confidence, even just in hearing the way that you share your story so confidently and so authentically. But I know that for you, that level of visibility that hasn't always been there, has it? Could you take us on that journey Absolutely. of what that used to be like for you? Because this this gives me goosebumps, this story. So <laughs> the journey, we'll go back to 2021 mm-hmm. and I'll, I will talk briefly about brand personality and you know about brand personality because we've worked together to discover yeah. yours. And discovering for me that I was the creator magician gave me permission to step into my true self, to not try and be who I, again, thought I should be. So at the beginning of 2021, I did discover that. And it just it just gave me permission to be colourful and, you know, just live a life of, of colour. However, I discovered in March last year, because at the end of 2021, I'm like, something's just not sitting right with me. I don't know what it is. I can't figure it out. I should be happy, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. And then in March last year, I was I was on a call and I found out about suggestive language. Now, I'm not talking about suggestive language when we go, hey, let's go to bed, you know. <laughs> Get your minds out of the gutter, ladies. That's it, ladies. (laughs) Because it's funny how when I often talk about it, people go, "Woo, what is it? And when I actually threw it in chat GPT, it came up with something completely different. Oh, my goodness. I know. I was going to say, I just want to elaborate that the suggested language (laughs) that I'm talking about is things that are suggested to us. And if we're told these things enough, we begin to truly believe them. So when I found out about suggestive language, my mind literally exploded. It wasn't just a light bulb going on. It was like a literal explosion almost of my whole body because I realized that I had been subject to suggestive language my whole life. Mm. Now, literally from when I was born. Now, I have to just jump in and say my mum was a big part of that, but there's no resentment or angst Mm. or anything with my mum she was never, there was never any malice in what she was doing. She was just trying to do the best thing by me. She was my, my mum was my biggest supporter. She was my biggest cheerleader. She was always there. But intergenerational trauma and intergenerational beliefs, you know, for my mum, as you know, I was born in 1968. So at that time, you know, you weren't loud. You weren't flamboyant. Also, my my darling mum, she was a teeny tiny ballet dancer. She was 47 kilos before she got pregnant. She had a four kilo baby. So, <laughs> yeah, I was like big from the day I came out. I was the little mother with the big baby. So through my whole life, it was big. Jen, maybe you shouldn't wear that. You're a bit too big for that. Jen, you look so beautiful in black, so flattering on you. Jen, you're very loud. Take 
Lower your voice. Ladies don't speak so loudly. Jen, you're so flamboyant. I don't know where that's come from. Ladies aren't flamboyant. I still kept going though. Through my teens and what have you, I was still pretty out there. Like I was a teen in the eighties. So, you know, I had a mohawk. I was, you know, whatever mom, like I did not listen as teenagers don't. But a lot of that started coming back to me in my twenties. And then I got married and the ex-husband took the art of ripping you down to a whole different level. So nobody really likes you. They just talk to you because you're there and they have to be polite. You used to be so pretty before you got so fat and ugly. But you're not a good mother. If, if you didn't spend so much money on champagne cats and getting your nails done, we'd be so much better off. I'm like... So you can imagine this was ongoing. Um, and building on yeah. the core beliefs that even though they they may have impacted you but maybe not to that extent yet, those core beliefs were sitting in your subconscious mind ready for more emotional associations to build and build mm-hmm. and build. And so what exactly. he's done is he's fueled, he's fueled that for you. Oh. 100%. Yeah. And he he had the ability to twist everything so it was always my fault so I came out of that marriage feeling that I was a failure you know I was very broken you know it it was it was not a good time Mm -hmm. and you know my mum was always there to support me and this is what I say my mum was my biggest supporter and you know I obviously went on to buy him out that gave me some courage But the fact of the matter is I still wanted to be invisible. I was hiding because I thought I was too big to be in the public eye. I was too, too much to, I was not good enough to be in the public eye. Now, when I heard about suggestive language, I realized why I'd been hiding. Yeah. Why I wanted to be invisible, why I was faded because I thought I wasn't good enough. I was too big. You know, nobody particularly liked me. I was too loud. I was too everything. Now, my husband had been with, we've we've been together 16 years this year. He was always encouraging me and supporting me. But the fact is, if you don't believe what they say, it's completely irrelevant. You need to understand it and believe it before you can change. And this suggestive language made me realize what had happened to me over those years. Then I went to Palm Springs Mm -hmm. and I was with one of my business coaches and I realized that we were talking about personal brands and I've been encouraged to be a personal brand for a long time, but I just could not do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, I don't like my name, you know, well, it is your name, you know, but I don't like it. It doesn't spark joy. That was my reason every time. And then Jen B was suggested to me. So I was percolating on that because I'm like, I like that. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Palm Springs and Tina said to me, why, why can't you come out and go, I hope I don't cry, but I might. But I'm like, I don't want anyone to see me. I don't want to be visible. I'm too scared to come out from behind my brand because I don't want to be seen. I don't want people to laugh at me and be critical of me. I'm too scared to come out. And that was like the breaking point. That was like, 
okay. And, you know, the girls that were there were also beautiful. And we actually decided for me to become Gen B-E. Oh, gosh. So I can help women be. Oh, yeah. meant to be in the first yeah. place without having to hide. Sorry, people that are listening. No. I don't normally cry on podcasts. No. But, oh, my goodness. This is just so beautiful and so authentic. And what what massive internal work you needed to do. And I had the honour of witnessing so much of this transformation and growth last year, watching you unbecome all those things that you had always believed were your identity. Yes. And that you had taken in and and acted from and made decisions from in your life and your business because every cell in your body believed them to be true. And that moment for you where you decided to that that this is not aligned, this is not who you want to be, you put in the work. You put in the work. Nobody, as you said, you're not going to believe something just because someone else tells you. Nobody could have done that work for you. And you did that. And that is something to be so proud of because I can tell you right now in my industry, working with the types of people that I work with, like yourself, I work with, you know, things like what you've been through. So many people are so scared to dig that up because of the discomfort, so scared to break away from the identity that they've always been attached to, to the point where, they accept it as, well, this is just who I am and keep going like that. And you, you've said, no, this is who I've been, but I'm not living my full life. I'm not living my full color. You can explain about flamingos and color in a minute, but you, you're not, you know, you decided and you realized that and you made a choice. And like I said, no one could have done that work for you. And look where it's look where you are now. It's not only allowing yourself to be visible, it's so much more than that. It's so much more than your branding business being successful. It's so much more than you being visible on social media or out when you're doing public speaking. It's it's so much more than that because this is how you are making your big impact on the world. And it's interesting, you don't realise, I love colour, I've always loved colour, you don't realise the impact you have on people until they come up and talk to you. So it was just interesting, on Sunday I was in in the city in Sydney, it was open in Sydney and we were going, I was with a friend and and a little friend, Elliot, and we were going around different places and this lady stopped me and she said, my gosh, you just look so beautiful in all the colours. She said, can I take a photo of you, please? I'm like, sure. You know, I just went, you know, strike a pose. Now, I'll tell you what, two years ago, I would have been, no way. Why do you want a photo? But, you know, I struck a pose and she's like, I'm an artist and I want to paint you. I'm like, cool. You know, who are you on Instagram? I look forward to seeing my painting. Now, I guess that's the difference between now and 18 months ago. And People love to see colourful, happy people too. And so now I really embrace it and just, you know, yeah, it brings me so much joy. Mm. 
you know, knowing that I can, you know, want to help people and maybe help people out of this funk because, you know what, we're all, we do fade and I will talk about the flamingos, but we fade and sometimes we just need something like a mind explosion like I had to bring us out. Yeah. Become back to who we're meant to be because you know, life will oh, Sorry, the other thing I was just going to say that I had, I, it had lost my mind when I was talking and talking about the impact but more so than all of those things. And I think even the very, for me, what's the real like cherries, what's the real strawberry on the champagne glass is that, and I've heard you say this so many times now in the last few months, you feel like you are actually living how and who you are meant to be and you're happy. Yes. And isn't that the cherry on top? Like that is, that's, I don't know any more metaphors, the icing of the cake and love champagne. So the strawberry on the glass, you know, that's, that's it. Absolutely. That's, yeah, and that's you know, the we, Dom carry on of personal growth, right? <laughs> and we, but we have to give ourselves permission to be happy as well. Mm-hmm. I'll hark back to um, March in 2021 when I did a guided meditation and a drumming journey at the ICM retreat mm-hmm. and my meditation was very visual. I was in a green field. I was surrounded with, I just lost one of my cats. I'd lost my mum just 12 months earlier. My dad's been gone for many years, but my my people, my mum, my dad, the cats are all there supporting me and, you know, showering me in love, you know, and saying, get on, you know, get on. Whatever you do is going to be Okay. The next day we had the drumming journey and I came out of that with permission to be happy. Now, I had never thought I was going to be one of those people that had a happy life because my life has not been particularly happy. You know, I have an adopted sister who made our lives quite miserable growing up. You know, my dad passed when I was 23, you know, a bad marriage. You know, it's like I'm just not destined to have happiness. But what I realised coming out of that is you've got to give yourself permission to be happy. You can live in the the sadness if you want to, Mm. but it's actually a choice. So, you know, in 2021, that's the beginning. I always say this is the beginning of this whole journey. We're saying, guess what? You can have a happy life. You have permission to do so. And it was a beautiful moment coming out of that and going, yes, I can do this. And it was a massive shift. Yeah. To rather than look at the negative side, I would always look at the positive. Yes. And is this is this journey, this is where bring back your pink really comes from, doesn't it? It does. So I should say. Yeah, no, <laughs> being ask you. <laughs> <laughs> but being made redundant at 52, going on this journey, realizing that actually, you know what? You're not too old. It's not too late to live your best life. You can be happy, you know. So the whole thing with Bring Back Your Pink, girls, did you know that flamingos, when they are actively parenting, when they are stressed, when they're not eating properly, when they're burnt out, they lose their pink and they fade. And a lot of us come off the tail end of the parenting journey, having lost ourselves along the way. And I'm not just referring, and this can be not even, this can be when the kids are 15, you know. We have done so much for them. We've lost ourselves. They start to live their lives. We're like, well, hang on. What are we going to do? I'm getting older. Who am I? 
Yeah, who who even am I? Yeah. Who am I? Um, I'm I'm gonna use my daughter's name. I'm just Chelsea's mum. Actually, no, you're not. You are still your own person. And you are now walking into the best time of your life when actually it's all about you. Mm-hmm. You know, and what you want and how That's you intriguing. <laughs> I'm so so early in the depths of like little people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Say more. I'm so interesting. It's really interesting. And you've got to have that mindset like that you this is the this is the second half of your life. The the first half has been, you know, growing up, bringing little people up. And now it's time for you. So, you know, yeah, you're not too old, you're not too late. Wear the color, drink the champagne have great sex, you know, none of this goes away. It only gets better because it, it is, I guess, a selfish time in some ways because we do think about ourselves. Obviously, you know, my daughter is number one priority. You know, she is foremost in my life and I adore her and I'm so proud of her. And, I mean, I won't say I'm an empty nester because she, like, literally lives downstairs. <laughs> But, you know, we don't see each other for a few days at a time. They live their own life. My hubby and I live our own life. But, you know, it is just nice to go, yeah, we want to go away. Yeah, we want to go for dinner or just to hang together, to realise that you can spread your wings and start new hobbies or perhaps go back to hobbies that you've put behind you because you didn't have time. Now it's your time. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's pretty exciting. Oh, it is. (laughs) It is. I just love everything that you share, Jen, and your story. And I know that, as I said at the very beginning, so many women listening to this, I feel like are going to look at the permission that they're giving themselves. Maybe even start, you know, being open to, well, I wonder what kind of suggestive language. And again, not in a malice, even intentional way. I know some people do unfortunately experience those situations, But for so many other people, we grow up thinking, but my childhood wasn't traumatic. My parents weren't abusive. And so how, you know, we're we're sometimes even reluctant or I see a lot, I see a lot in clients even reluctant to go and investigate what kind of things could have been said or could have happened in early childhood because they love their parents. They don't want to blame them. And that's not what we're doing. That's not what this is. And so even if you just start to, you the listener, start to even get curious about could I have been exposed to some suggestive language? Was was I told continually, did I continually hear that, you know, gosh, your voice is just too loud or, you know, like like your suggestive language, Jen, the, the big baby with the, mm-hmm. you know, or you're, you're just so all the time. And could that have formed core beliefs for me? Yeah. And even now that- shape my perception of how mm-hmm. I view the world and the decisions that I make and and are they serving you? Now. Yeah, the way it was described to me was fascinating. Well, not to me, but to the, the the group of women. It was like, remember when your parents would introduce you to someone? You know, this could be, you know, this is Jess. She's the the noisy one. This is Jen. She's the shy the one. Shy one. And, yeah, and these are the things you may not be shy and you may not be noisy, but these are things you grow up believing, and yeah. these. Or the yeah. naughty one. Yeah, the naughty one. Yeah. And it affects you negative, like negatively yeah. because you grew up believing that you are that. Yes. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I I hope actually that anybody listening goes and finds Jen on Instagram. I'm going to link her Instagram in the comments. But if any of this resonates and you're like having this aha moment where you're like, wow, I've had this suggestive language, please share it with Jen because yes, she please. understands. And then come and share it with me and we can work together. <laughs> and, yeah, I can you, and I can help you through it. Yes, so go to Jen first. Because <laughs> I love, one, I love a chat. Like I, you know, it has become, I, I guess my mission now to help people. And I mean, you know, like bring back your pink. There's nothing monetary with that for me. It's my podcast. It's my Instagram feed where I just, and I, it's my speaking page where I encourage people to, you know, live their best lives. Yeah. So, you know, please jump in my DMs and come tell me because I love it. And I love to help others just bloom. And I guess, you know, when I think about it and a lot of my branding clients I've realised that are coming to me and now very much in midlife, which is fantastic, and to be able to help them move on. So my branding course is not just, it's not just about branding, it's Mm -hmm. actually weaving all the mindset in and, you know, how to strengthen that and how to be who you were meant to be Mm -hmm. as well as building the brand. Because, you know, if if you're not living your true authentic life is who you're meant to be it's very hard to build a brand as well yes especially if you are especially if you are the brand you're the brand yeah can we so what a great segue circle back to branding because that's where (laughs) I was going to go next anyway there you go great minds (laughs) you're so connected I would love for you to explain to our listeners the difference, and I say this with so much love, and I did the same thing. Let me just let me just preface this. I started my business and I thought first thing I need is a logo and a website. And so I made a Canva DIY logo and didn't love it, but that's just what I did. And then if probably 12 months in, I thought I was ready for the next like more professional step. And so I worked with an amazing branding consultant who created me a visual brand. And so, you know, I, and I, I still love, I'm still in love with my logos and my color palette and, you know, and it, and it's targeted to the, to the women that I want to work with and, and all the things. But then One day I was in a share call in our mastermind and Jen was asked to present and she came on to talk about brand foundations and I just was mind blown. And actually straight away I sent her a message and I was like, I'm, I'm your next private client and can we do this for my business? And we did, and it's been game changing and I'll share why after Jen explains the difference because This is something I think when we think branding, we literally just go straight to, I need a logo and I need my fonts and I need my colors. And yes, that cohesive showing up is really important, but if you're going to invest in something or with time or with money, because there's obviously two ways to invest, but Mm -hmm. if you're going to invest in something before that, before you set your logo, before you do all of that, what I have learned since then is that you want to be starting with your brand foundations. So Jen, can you tell us, explain the difference between the visual branding and the brand foundations and why the brand foundations are exactly that, the foundations and should, well, I'm not going to say should, sorry, that's not the right way, but 
I guess in my opinion, from what I've experienced doing it backwards, and I think in your opinion too, as a professional mm-hmm. brand mm-hmm. foundations coach, that it that it really not needs to be should be the best thing. To, I could think of another word. Something, yeah, it's it needs important. To be something yeah. you consider when you're yeah. starting a business. Yes. Now, I have a really yeah. simple analogy for this, and I found that it works perfectly because brand foundations are very intangible, so not. A- Everyone understands exactly what they can do. But what I want you to think about is building a house. So we get to do the fun stuff, the kitchens, the bathroom, the colours. That's the thing we all gravitate to first because it's fun. But if we build that house and put all this beautiful stuff in it and we build it on sand, what's going to happen? It's going to wobble. It's going to crack. Eventually, bits are going to fall off and you're going to have to move out. So a brand is exactly the same. You need to build your brand on strong foundations. So you look at your brand foundations like the foundations of a house and your visual branding is the house. Yeah. Yeah. And you really can't have one without the other. Yeah. So what what are foundations? So the foundations are... Discovering who you are, you know, your brand personality, so important. And I mean, you know, you, when you discovered that you were the magician, like it was like you, it gives you permission to step in to your being, well, being who you are meant to be because, you know, the, 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 the personality is so important. And then with the personality comes the voice and the tone. So it's how you speak the tone of voice that you use, Um, you know, some people can have a formal tone. Some people can have casual. They can have informal. Like mine is casual, inspiring, and passionate because I'm very passionate about what I do. I try to inspire my ladies to be the best they can be. So that is my tone, and I'm very casual. You will not hear me speak in a formal tone at all. You know, I use slang. I'm occasionally quite sweary, um, <laughs> but that that brings that brings the whole personality together. Then we go into why. Why do you do what you do? Mm. You know, and if you first go, yeah, just to make money. Well, you know, really, you need to perhaps think about something else because you know what we all need to have a why as to why we get up. My why goes back to you know realizing that we as women can do whatever we want, and sometimes. As women, we need to be able to support ourselves. So that became my, my literally almost my my mission to to do that. And that is my why. That is why I get out of bed every day because I know I get to work with wonderful ladies and help them make a difference in their lives. And then we go into our values, our mission, our purpose, our vision. A lot of it comes out of the why. Mm-hmm. Um, then we tell stories. What's your story? You know, people love to know stories. Human beings. We're creatures of connection. We love to connect. And telling a story can actually help your people connect with you. Yeah. It makes you relatable, makes you trusting or trustworthy. Yeah. And that is so important, especially today when there is so much noise out there, so much noise on the online space. Yeah. And then we want to talk about who the heck you're speaking to. Yeah. Who is your ideal audience? Who are your besties? I like to call them. So for me, as Jess knows, I have like a personal, I guess, IP that I do. I create avatars, but I make them into a person. So Mm. they become your ideal client. So when you're talking, anything you do, you know, emails, website, 
DMs, social captions, you target it to that person. And when you weave this all together consistently, That is what creates a strong brand. I often say, I said it to my ladies the other day, when you're talking about personalities and foundations and really just get diving into it. I said, how many of you actually know what my logo looks like? And they're like, hmm, I bet it's got a flamingo. And I'm like, yes, you really know what (laughs) it looks like. I can picture it. I can picture it. (laughs) Yeah, but they're like, no, we actually don't. Yeah. I said, so you're all about, you found me, however, you, you know, you love my vibe. You love how consistent I am with what I put out there. You don't even know what my visual, what, like what my logo looks like. You know my colours. And, you know, I, like going on to the next visual, being consistent with all your colours and everything yeah. is super important. But for me, they are drawn by my energy. Yeah. So because I am an energetic brand, yeah. I'm a creative magician. I'm full of energy. Yeah. So that's the thing and that is what creates a standout brand yeah is building those foundations because as I think about it probably nobody knows what our logos look like yes so let me tell you then from my perspective introducing this deep foundational work um it was January I think this year Mm -hmm. and it was February, I was having my website redone, professionally written by a copywriter. And so what happened for me was I I chose to work with Jen one-on-one, but I will just say that Jen also has an amazing course, a full amazing course, that that, that you can actually do this alongside her. So you can, you know, you can, I guess, self-construct with Jen's guidance. Or potentially one, I don't know, I'll let you talk about how you work with people, but I worked one-on-one with Jen. And so what happened then was I, first of all, stopped questioning what I was going to say or who I was talking to or reinventing my ideal client every single time I got on to social media, when I sent emails. And so for me, just having that clarity and that consistency, creating offers, circling back to this ideal client Mm -hmm. what does she need what am I creating what version of her is this offer going to serve so for me just having that clarity but this is just personally saved me so much time as a manifesting generator I always want to recreate the wheel and so someone would say to me who do you serve and I would literally feel like I had even though I knew in my body who it was I felt mm-hmm. like I had to make it up again every single time. I felt yep. like I had to make up my tagline again every single time. And yep. the thing is, I now have this beautiful 30-odd page document that has this there for me to reflect back to, for me to come back to my values, to my mm-hmm. language. But then here's how it filtered out into my world. You can take this video for a testimonial too if you want. Yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> So here's how it built it out into my world. What then happened was I was able to say to this copywriter, here's my brand voice. And therefore what she is creating was, and she was like, thank you. This is so detailed and gave her such a platform to stand on because she also then knew who I was talking to and how I served and what type of tone she should use. And 
what my core messaging is and understand my story and my why and all of those things. And so she created my website with that in a way that's cohesive to what I'm putting out on social media. Mm-hmm. I then get, yeah, oh, not then, I also gave it to my VA who creates a lot of my social media. Well, she does it. She does a lot for me. Sometimes she'll write emails. Sometimes she'll, she'll create graphics for social media. I just really dislike working in Canva. It takes me far too long. So, and she's amazing. <laughs> and she's bloody amazing at it, but everything that she now puts out on behalf of me sounds like me because she has this she has that exact same brand guide and that is exactly the same then for anybody else that I have worked with since Mm. then in any other area of my business I gave it to my SEO person I've given it to my ads manager Mm -hmm. you know I've given it to everybody that I've worked with and what that has resulted in is clear concise branding not just visual branding I know my, I still haven't implemented your beautiful Instagram grid grid that you gave me, (laughs) but, but what is happening though, is my messaging is landing. I understand my ideal client and I don't have to go and reinvent that wheel or re-explain it to anybody either. Every time I have this really clear instruction booklet on this is how, and I also take out that and I put it into AI as well. And, Mm -hmm. and for context, this is what I sound like. This is who my ideal client is. This is uh, my values. And now use this context to create all of the following things that I'm going to ask you to create. Mm. And so that has then led to, I'm very sure correlated to my business revenue doubling each quarter since January to me having the most beautiful and aligned clients in my world because I'm speaking to the right people who I who I really want to be yep. working with, yep. who value me, and I obviously love and adore them. But this has led to consistent, you know, this is what, yeah, this has contributed to consistent client bookings, the right clients, you know, even, you know, even just then leading along that pathway, contributing to the mastermind that I've just yep. closed part on. Like, it's, so you can see how having those foundations is just so important. And even though before we chatted, I had this idea, oh yeah, I think I know who my, like, I know who my ideal client is. Yeah. Or like I said, I still was compelled or felt compelled to reinvent it yep. every single time. Because and so I don't do yeah. that anymore. <laughs> because we overthink everything. And especially as yeah. you say, manifesting generators, I'm a manifesting generator as well. Like we're always looking for the bright, shiny things. And yes. you know, oh, I could help that person. I could help this person. I could help this person. It just, and you know, use that word clarity. Yeah. And that's part of what I say. I create clarity from confusion. Yeah. Um, because it, it, it's so easy to get in our heads and overthink anything, everything, and second guess ourselves. And when we're unsure, and you know my process, I literally talk to you for three hours and yeah. then I come together. So there's no second guessing from you because second I gets in your head. Involved. She get literally, you just speak. You just speak for, like she said, for three hours. And so even if I couldn't articulate something, she got it. She got yeah. it because she was able to actually use her amazing brand building skills to hear what I was trying to say 
and put that into a document for me. And so I love that because I'm somebody who always feels like I'm very clear internally on mm-hmm. what I want, who I help, what I do, but I always seem to struggle to articulate it. Verbally, I'm okay, but mm-hmm. when it comes to actually writing it down, to to really, I guess, selling it in a packaging it up in a way that I can deliver it to people, I struggled. Yeah. And so brand, uh, brand, Jen got in my head and and created that for me. Building a brand and people think it is easy. It's just like, yeah, get the logo, build a website, you're done. It's just so much more than that. It's so much deeper. You know, it's kind of like, you know, in, in ways, you know, what you do is like getting inside heads just for different reasons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I might. No, there's no mind control or anything like that. <laughs> Let's just bust that hypnotherapy myth right now. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you know you know how what a fan I am of hypnotherapy. But I, it's hearing honestly, between the lines, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's hearing. It's You yeah. are trained just as I am trained when someone comes to me with a surface exactly. a surface level problem, their anxiety, their, their what they perceive to be wrong for them right now. I'm trained to sit, to read between the lines to find the root cause and the block. You Absolutely. are trained and very, very well experienced in reading between the lines of what somebody is trying to achieve and creating something that is very cohesive and very easy to understand and then as I said very shareable (laughs) it's it's our magician personalities it's the magician in like you and me Mm -hmm. you know that we're both you know really intuitive of what people need Mm -hmm. and how we can help them and how we can make it clear and how we can set them on the right path you just see these things because that's because we're magicians. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Goodness. Wow. I know. <laughs> so, like, so who's going to go and get a brand Bible done now? <laughs> Come see me. <laughs> oh, is there anything that you want to add to that? No, it, but for me, it, it is the most important thing. And, I mean, obviously I'm going to say this because it's what I do, but it is, you know, if you're going to, if you're starting up, you know, invest in you know at least getting someone to help you with these foundations you know if finances don't allow it at least try and do some of the work yourself it's going to make such a massive difference to everything you do and it's going to change the direction of your brand it's you know it changed it changed mine it's changed jazz I know some of my beautiful clients in the course, you know, it's literally changed their directions and changed like you, you know, they, they now have businesses that are, you know, booked out. They've got waiting lists. They're entering their, you know, they've got enough confidence in themselves to enter their art in competitions. You know, they're building brands from scratch that they, they have been working, but they've just been like, they've had no idea what they're doing. Now they're putting together the cohesive courses and packages and they're confident to price themselves how they should. It just makes such a difference. Yes. yes, As I said, obviously I'm going to say that because this is (laughs) what I live and what I love. However. I agree. I agree. And you don't know what you don't know. That's it. Exactly. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know tech. I mean, if anything's going to go wrong tech-wise, it's going to happen to me. <laughs> every single time I try to be talking about that before. Yep. <laughs> every single time I do something techy, 
it tends to blob in my face. <laughs> but I can build the plan. That's also why you're very good at outsourcing, correct? <laughs> 100%. 100%. And I do, even when I'm teaching, you know, there's generally something that goes wrong. I'm like, I know how to build brands, isn't it, ladies? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's not that. We don't have to have that as a zone of genius. Otherwise, we wouldn't exactly be right. able to create the transformation and the magic in our in you know what we do create if we had our zone of genius in the technology right 100 and that i don't want that zone of genius that could be somebody else's <laughs> i'm happy to not own that <laughs> no, me too me too but all the power to you if that is your zone of genius 100%. and i want to hear from you too because i will need a va additionally in that space soon so <laughs> there you go we all need our tech people we, we do, do we do Oh, Jen, this conversation, it has moved me. It has been so vulnerable and so educational as well at the same time. Tell our listeners where we can find you. How can they get in touch? Well, I mainly hang out on Instagram. It's my favourite platform. And you can find me at Jen B E Brands. So Jen B Brands. And you can also find me at Bring Back Your Pink. So it's bring back your underscore pink. I would love to chat to any of you. I love a good chat, as Jess knows. I'm always happy for people to slide into my DMs and open a conversation because I love it and I love helping. That sounds a little suggestive <laughs> in, the, in the term, in the way the chat GPT. Yeah, it. yes. <laughs> slide into my DMs. Come and have a chat with me. <laughs> Not a suggestive one. <laughs> But I do love to help and, you know, if I can help in any way, you know, move you in the right direction, I'd love to do so. Oh, yes. So go and get in touch with Jen and look into your brand foundations. If somebody is interested in moving forward with brand foundation work, I know you said, you know, they can go if they, if they, if money's a thing right now, then they can at least go and take the steps that you shared before and see what they mm-hmm. can create on their own. So they've got some sort of foundation to start with. Yeah. But if they're ready for the next step, how can they go into the next step with you? Well, I run my Flamazing Brand Kickstarter course twice a year and I do make that very, very cost effective. I have a 12 month plan, $99 a month. You know, like I want to make it as easily accessible to as many people as possible. So that'll run again early next year. I'm right in the throes of it at the moment. And then you can also work with me one-on-one. I love nothing better than building a brand. Mm. But also, even if you just want to pick my brains for an hour, I do hour calls. So, yeah. I just that. I didn't know that. (laughs) A flamingo call. So, you know, just to help you grow and give you some direction in where you need to go. So, and it's a lot of fun, you know, if anything, I'm not boring. And, you know, I can, I give you, you know, action steps to take. I have taken an overview of what you're doing, give you action steps for you to go and take and send you a PDF afterwards. So people can just, you know, have this PDF to kind of, okay, yeah, right. Okay. So I need to do that. And I need to do that. Like we can just, you know, we can zone in on one thing or we can take an overview. It's actually, you drive that call. Wow. Oh, I love that. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Jen, for your time and everything you've shared and everything you've taught today as well. I don't take what you shared lightly. So thank you. 
Thank you for having me. Oh, bless. But thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure and an honour to be on here with you. Thank you. And let me tell you that you being visible is a gift to the world. Gift. Thank you. I, you know, it's nice to be so comfortable with it now. You know, after so many years of hiding, it's nice to be confident and to accept compliments and to know when someone wants to stop you and take a photo, they're not actually laughing at you behind your back. They genuinely want to do that and to have the confidence to accept it and to embrace who I am now. I never thought I'd be in this place. And I have to say, I'm so darn happy that I am. Oh, oh, I love that. Oh, Jen, thank you. No, thank you. Wow, what a journey it's been today. We are so grateful for each and every one of you who tuned in to Alive and Thriving. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep growing, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your favourite platform. It's a simple but powerful way to support a small business like ours to continue to make an impact.